Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a tin, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Bookie Blue Bet. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double check does what the f*** he wants. G'day legends, welcome to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. This episode brought to you and fueled by the official piss of the podcast, Vodka Soda End. Get amongst their latest products at all good bottlers because they're changing the game. And boys, today we are on the pink gin wild berry. You want to give them a crack? Crack them up. Oops. Cheers, lads. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Oh. Beautiful. Go yeah, to this fucking... Tastes like a fucking lolly, doesn't it? <laughs> Go to this hot day, that's for sure. Go and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. At Alpha Blake's podcast, like, follow, subscribe on whatever platform you listen on. Also, Spotify has just added a rating feature, so we'd really appreciate a little five-star uh, five slap from you guys. If you like what you're listening to, it just helps and supports us. Yeah, and uh, Volando, as per usual, we're going to um, smack a little shot. So cheers, boys, again, over the table, Bluetooth, boys. Yep, yep. Stuff. Oh. oh. And uh, make sure you use the discount code ALPHA15, check out, 15 bucks off that. Mate, a little intro to uh, Sneaky Pete. He's our first unicorn of the show. We've there got you go, an ele- electrician, redhead, and he's still a good bloke against all odds, and we <laughs> thought we'd finally give Alecky a chance to spin a yarn and get some air time. How are you, brother? Yeah, it's good to be here, finally. Yeah, for sure. Been looking forward to it for a long time. Yeah, no, it's, it's great to have you, mate. You're living up in Mackay, spent the trip down here. Yeah, I've been there since 93 when my parents split up, so yep. yeah, I think I'm a local now. I like to think I'm a local, but... Yeah, what yeah. classifies as a local? I don't know what the yearage is, or it's just when you know, know where all the bottlers are in town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the good fishing spots. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%, mate. Hey, Pete, why don't you give us a plug, mate? You, you, uh, you've been talking about this drink that you get around for, for years now since we were working together. Why don't you let us know what you've knocked us up today? That was probably me only ever... Um, Brown knows the temp in the company, so I was at the sugar mill and got a rare invitation to like the staff party and uh, the top mill manager sitting next to his wife. I'm like, oh, what's his, what's old Kev's favourite drink? And she rattled this one out, so I went and got about 15 of them. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> uh, he loved it, he appreciated it, but yeah, the boys had four and I had 11 and I can't remember the rest of the night, so. Thought you'd stick with them. Yeah, so yeah, crush. Yeah, lime well, and lemon, ice to the top. Well, cheers. Let's, let's dry. Let's go. Go. Yeah, cheers, boys. Yeah, won't try to do that again. Mark, that is nice, eh? That's very nice. How often do you have one of these, mate? As often as the dentist allows me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the lemon and lime fucks me teeth or some shit. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
There's plenty of things in this world that uh, fuck a lot of things, isn't there? Yeah, can't have too much of a good thing. No, nah, that's right. Mate, we, we both met and worked with you at our first ever wash plant out at Blackwater Way, and uh, better known amongst us as The Farm. The Farm. Mate, wasn't that a fucking show? Um, to start off with, it was a good gig, but yeah, she really blew out, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a <laughs> fucking wild joint, but I, I still remember, like, induction day, getting shown around by the supervisor at the time, and uh, straight over to the dam, and I got introduced to this goose called Cranky, and one of the jobs was to feed him. And I'm thinking, is there a fucking camera around here? Like, is this a joke or <laughs> yeah. what? Is this a job? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, mate. Yeah, you got to go over and feed Cranky. I'm yeah. expecting to pull an SOP out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, yeah, it turns out Cranky the Goose was real and you did have to feed him. But, uh, yeah. Well, now I think there's three girls with him and they've got about 12 babies running around. So Yeah. Yeah, wow. Big family cranking out there now. <laughs> is that chicken coop still out there? Yeah, no chickens, though. No. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only mine site in Australia with a chook coop and <laughs> used to have free-range chooks. And I remember we went and bought, I went and bought the wildest looking fucking chalk I could find from the Funky Chicken Farm out at Yarwin. Shout out the Funky. And uh, brought her out, mate. It was this wild looking motherfucker. And they just used to free range through the workshop and shit, eh? His name was Busted Ass Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to them, mate? What happened to Chooks? Uh, I think they were in care and maintenance for a while. And you never know, Fox might come Yeah, through, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember we were talking about getting pigs out there. and Yeah. We were going to own goats. We are going to get goats as well. Wasn't one of the blokes keeping his pig and dogs down the back back in the day in uh, cages? The, um, the manager used to keep his dog in the, in the main office and the Fuck. office chick had to clean up the shit every day. Oh, yeah, one of, the, one of the boys did used to have some kennels down the back though near one of the old dams. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was, um, it was a fucking show, mate. And that's it. Some of the units that we bumped into out there could probably pass as fucking wildlife, eh? <laughs> Dead set, man. Like... It, what, how, what can you think of, Pete, like off the top of your head? What comes to the top of your head units-wise, like wildlife? Well, the, the blokes we walked into who taught us how to run the place, like good blokes, but, yeah, they, they were part of the furniture. Like they'd all been there. Yeah, that's right. Ten-plus years, but I liked it there. But, um, yeah, break after a while when we went to second mine washing their stuff. But Yeah. Um, was... Yeah, like uh, Turbo. Oh, mate. Turbo. When he walked in, like, the be- yeah, best fitter in Australia. Yeah, 100%, mate. The other <laughs> thing in the ponytail, there was always Olsen the Dart. Yeah, it was fucking, old... mate, I've got, so he's the best fitter in Australia, just ask him. <laughs> but I think I've got the perfect way to explain him for the listeners. So just close your eyes and picture on his days off, here's this bloke, he's got a falcon in the driveway, the bonnet's up, in excess is pumping through the stezza. He's got a foot up on the grill, tin in one hand, dart in the other. Mullet flapping in the wind, and he's leaning around the bonnet to his missus in the driver's seat going, Give her a rev, doll! <laughs> <laughs> and that's him, mate. He might even have a fucking uh, balaclava on or something like that. He's a weapon. But that's one bloke you've bumped into a lot, eh? Oh, he could talk the talk, that bloke. He'd fucking start a job with you and then just take off. Yeah. And just come back at the end when you're done and he'd give the old mate a ring. Yeah, mate, we just knocked her over. Yeah. Oh, Got it done for you, bro. Yeah, that's, that's it. And, and he's been everywhere, man. Yeah, that's it. Megadar, Megadar. Yeah, <laughs> he has, mate. What about the, it was like that already, bloke Pete? Yeah, I can't remember his name, but. <laughs> Neither can I. I think there was a, within about four days, there was about five incidents and like. <laughs> I remember he was driving out of the workshop and the big crane hook was hanging down low. Yeah. And uh, he wiped out the, the loader number on top. That fell off. 
<laughs> Another day, I think I was over at the um, cable shed and I hear a big crash come out and here's this loader and the steps are just wiped out. <laughs> that um, The H we got, I don't know if it was a H, 990, whatever it was. We had a D and a C, yeah. Yeah, the old auto loader stairs, that yeah, one that we yeah. got for a while. Yeah. Wiped the stairs out, like, hey, what the fuck went on here? Oh, I was like, you and I climbed up them like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, bro. No, mate, was, there was a fucking fair few units like that, man. There was one, um, oh, Romlord. Oh, no, no, we had two Romlords, actually. There was a bloke at the end, he just used to kill it out there, but the bloke before that used to just fucking point and direct orders. <laughs> Poor bastard lost the plot out there for 12 hours yeah. at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was too old even being a load of chair. Turned the joint into a motocross track. Oh. And he was walking into a bunch of blokes who had been there two years by then. Oh. Yeah. He's calling the shots on day two. It was fucking pretty funny. Oregon old um, Deadly Dave took it out for me, mate, fucking rolling his car on the way home, and then I reckon he's back at work two days later. Remember he had that neck brace on, and he's towing the stacker with a loader, just bouncing up and down with his fucking neck brace on. Because <laughs> he had a proper broken neck, eh? Like a fracture or fracture something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just grading roads and shit, just going, like, hitting it like a supercross. Whoops. Yeah. And I remember the manager going, when are you getting that off, bruss? It really doesn't fucking look good. <laughs> yeah, I think he told him he shouldn't be here. Yeah, you shouldn't fucking be here. So he fucking shouldn't. You should be yeah. towing a stacker either with a neck brace. And he's just bouncing too. There was not one smooth road there. He shouldn't no. be towing a stacker full stop, like... Oh, oh, mate. Should, should pick some motors, fella. What do you reckon? <laughs> still remember a video I got on my phone. The old Snapchat memories come up. Yeah. And it was that circus song, like... Used to bang that one a bit, eh? Yeah, bang that out. And sicker would be... Oh, supervisor would be across the bloody tra- oh, railway tracks when shit's going down, just flowering his hands in the air. Doesn't know where this song's coming from. She's the circus. <laughs> but, yeah, I had this memory come up the other day on my phone, and I just watched it, mate, and it was... Me scanning the stacker, all the coal was all over it. There was a loader trying to drag it through it, and I just had the circus song playing going, <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> it was a fucking show, wasn't it? They had probably the worst fucking work gear I've ever sat in. That <laughs> thing, I can still remember the smell. The diner? <laughs> no, no, oh! just their work years that I'm talking about, old dodgy day's work year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, those things were but that, rank. But do you hear about, like... Like Pete said, though, that diner. Yeah, that diner. Oh, how bad what was that diner? Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was the gem of the fleet, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. pride of the fleet coming on the yeah. road. Yeah. And that, that Scotty come in and he fucking um, got rid of the fuel pot on the back because we didn't want oxy bottles and fuel on the same fucking truck. <laughs> that was our main fleet. That was our service truck. Yeah. What's wrong with that, mate? Yeah, that was the last thing that place, that, that truck would ever go to. Eh? It would never get roadworthy anywhere. A fucking cattle farmer wouldn't have that. No, fucking <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, would they? Oh, mate, what about old Deadly Dave, like we were talking about before? Um, you know, he was a contractor on site. And remember, Pete, when we rocked up to their Christmas party and just started staying over their piss? Because they had... Oh, yeah. I can't remember what piss they had there, but we just banged straight into the heavies. The Coronas, yeah. Yeah, and the... Super- had about eight eskies going. Yeah, yeah. And the, we were working the next day, and the supervisor knew that we were going out there, and... He come and picked us up like his kids at yeah. about twelve. What what time? Ten o'clock. Was it? Yeah, about ten. ten o'clock. We were and we fucking. we were maggot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking. What did he? Um, he did he just flogged us like dogs yeah. the next day, didn't he? A bit before my time, but yeah, yeah. Was, I heard about it. We had we had we had to be there at five, and we had a train to load and a tunnel to dig out. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking. Not the whip out. 
But yeah, that set up though when we first got up there, Pete. Oh, well, you were there for a lot longer than me, but when we first got up there, that was prime. When it was no night shift and the trains were on of a night, so it was like a midweek piss up. Yeah, it was like 7 7, but we'd only wash for about two days. <laughs> a, tr- a train on one day and then we fucked the dog for about three hours. You turned two days worth of work orders into four days. Yeah, yeah that's right. Lucky the RSPCA, ain't it? Got on to it. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, they'd make cooking ad, ad campaign for us. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, the um and the quality of dozer we learned to operate on last old yeller three seven five dash one fucking used to have to get out and push something to make it stop and fucking she was a show. Like I found out like later on down the track that other crew or whatever and they fueled the fucking hydraulic tank full of fucking diesel because they got because he got the fucking two um two ports two ports mixed up in this centre that would have been handy. Well, I luckily avoided the dozers completely. I didn't want nothing to do with them. Oh, Stayed yeah. away from it. But seriously, man, like that that joint took a massive toll on the mental sanity for me. Like it really tested the boundaries at times, like with a couple of fucked attitudes. I don't know what you blokes reckon, but yeah, the blokes, yeah, like I said, good learning curve. But yeah, yeah, and especially the first mine going to, you sort of didn't really know where you stood in, as far as like being able to stand up for yourself or like know where you stood. Well, like we were casual at the time as well, and all the coming from the mine it was always negative shit eh? like we're gonna, when are we going to be shutting down or we're not keeping up with coal all this shit all the time so it's just over your head constantly when you, the yeah. whole two years we were there we just we wouldn't know if we had a job the next week like uh, it wasn't a healthy fucking thing to go through eh? and especially like i had me my son was born while i was out there so yeah it was fucking um definitely copped a bit of fucking head noise in that that when, period of my life anyway when we took on that second mine there's shit I started dreading coming to work, and when that starts getting in your head, you're better off looking for a new spot. Like, That's right, yeah. If yeah, you are dreading, like, just the missus can see it on your face, and you're like, I just don't want to fucking go there no more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not worth it, is it? Like, no there's way. fucking other options. Like we were talking about earlier off air, there's plenty of shit going around in mines at the moment, so it's. Uh, She's back booming. That was, a, yeah, that was a bit of a um, weird time to come out or losing that job there. Because it wasn't really taken off yet. Yeah, there was, there was a bit of yeah, was a bit of a downturn sort of thing. Even if it was, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. in the middle of December. I'm, yeah, sorry, bruh. I think you guys were on night shift. No, I was about to start day shift. I drove out there for day shift, and they say get your tools off. Yeah, you were with yeah, me. I, yeah, I picked yeah. up all you guys' tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I got there Christmas Eve, and I just got to that turn off at Blackwater, and old mate rang me. He's like, "Oh, you heard about it?" I'm like, "Nah, what? Yeah, we got no job, man." Where are you? Who's got the black water? Yeah, yeah. No, I found out I fucking one of the boys working there, not even anyone in hierarchy and that. Well, that's fucking professional. Yeah, well, the underground ring someone at the wash plant. Yeah. And he rang everyone at the wash plant. Like, yeah, no. I wish I just drove like straight out there, I think, like you did, got the tools and just fucked off. Didn't even wait till the next morning. Yeah. So I was yeah. sitting there stewing in camp that night going, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I went to camp, had me feed, took my ute out, loaded my ute up. I think it was your tools. Yeah. Old mate's tools, my tools. And then I was like, hey, manager, what are we doing? Oh, I don't know. Well, do I fuck off home or <laughs> do you want me to hang around? Yeah, hang around, come out in the morning. So I come back in the morning. He's like, oh, you can do whatever you want. I was like, right, I see you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's hinting to stay back at camp or something until yeah. we figure this out. We would be sitting there, still sitting there. He's like, might, <laughs> yeah. might take four days, might take seven. I don't know. I'm like, nah, man, I'm gone. Yeah, four days you. later, he rang me. Fuck you, bro. And he's like, oh, can you come back out and... I had two weeks off and then I went back out. Yeah. Got another three months out of them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
now fucking uh, I'm happy to leave him in the dust. Still, I was sober, the cunts. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Grubs. Yeah, they did, yeah. Fucking dog cunts. Anyway, moving on from that, how have you been since then, Pete? What's been happening, bro? Um, just had a new site. Um, yep. Big name, big site, and I just walked into a really good environment. Like Laughing, mate. Awesome oh. supervisor, awesome crew. Like We just get on like a house on fire. We, we go away on days off with each other, like... Yeah, see, straight away off the bat, like, if you're doing that, no matter what job you're doing, yeah. you're fucking already in a better spot, aren't you? Yeah. Big, big three-day blind and no one punches on, like, where do you get that? Yeah. Goes, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. And yeah, we just, so now we've got a little kitty and we're putting away for another boys trip. Yeah, laughing. Yeah, got a couple of grand in there, so. Yeah, how good's that, mate? Planning the next one, really good sight, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Mate, I had to fucking, I have to hit you up. The other day you told me that story about I'll make the service card out at work. <laughs> Can you share that? Because fuck, oh, I laughed. Yeah, well, since we've had a few deaths now, they start hammering the um, high potential incidents, and like every department has to hear it. And um, yeah, we had this—we didn't think it was true, but we heard the story where this water cart, our uh, service cart's coming down to help the water cart out. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's coming down the road, and he's—they uh, got the recording of, on the radio recording because yeah. they, they record all the two-way shit, and he's like. Hey, copy water cart four two whatever coming in hot, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they reckon they seen him come around the corner. He just tipped up on two wheels and went over like oh, he came in hot and spilled his guts up. everywhere. Yeah, and he said that before it too. Yeah. Oh no, I'll be coming in hot, <laughs> mate. I reckon he'd still be sitting there going, "Why did I say that?" <laughs> Seriously, that's fucking funny, mate. What were they saying that in the pre-starts and shit as well? That would have been the word of the fucking uh, oh, they, site. We wanted to hear the recording, but they <laughs> keep that for the upper echelon. We just we just thought they were taking the piss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming in, hot. coming in hot. That song will be playing. Fuck it, Ace. Well, Pete, why don't you take us back to a young fella, mate? Like, where'd you grow up? Um, I've been all over the place. Like, I was born in Brizzy. Yep. Parents were living in Cloncurry at the time, Royal Flying Doctor Service, had to take mum down there. I uh, went to Ingham from about two years old to eight years old. Yep. Went to Adelaide from eight till 11, and then finally come to Mackay in 93 and there, yeah, been there ever since. Um, done the Catholic run, St. Mary's Mercy, St. Pat's. Yep. Fucking just banging around the metal scene. Um, yeah, good stuff, mate. Growing up with me two brothers. You go. You're definitely one of the most relaxed redheads on, eh? And, like, were you always chilled out from the start, or did you have that stereotypical brain explosion as a young fella? I've always been pretty placid. Yeah? Um, probably with me brothers, I was a bit of a bit of a bully with them, but yep. at school I was just the biggest pushover, like... Yeah, right, eh? Yeah, no, no explosions. Yep. There you go. What, what did you get up to through the teenage years, mate? I know you said music before, a big fan of that, eh, and your metal? Yeah, um... I got into Metallica first. Um, this lad at grade six, he's like, oh, have you heard of these guys? And I didn't have no music then. Yep. No, I haven't. So he lent me these two CDs, and I was like, hell yeah. Then um, when I got into high school, I more got into the Nirvana and Seattle grunge scene. Like, Yeah. That's around the time I started learning guitar, so. Yeah, good stuff. So you started as a teenager on the guitar? Like, yeah, like- so the school I went to in grade eight, you have to do every single subject. And yep. then grade nine, you choose... Nine and ten, you choose what you want to go with, and yeah, it was the fourth term of grade eight. Went to do music, and they make you play the drums and the guitar. By the end of the term, you got to learn the song. And I passed guitar, failed. Ah, uh, passed drums, failed guitar. Yeah, but I still love the guitar. And the old man got me one for Christmas, and laughing. 
right about that time I got onto Nirvana and I just learned every single one of their songs ever. Yeah, that's sick, eh? And um, yeah, just went from there. Were you shattered when old Kurt Cobain did himself in, or? No, nah, um, that was in grade seven, ninety four. Oh yeah. Um, I still wasn't into them then. I got into them like ninety six. So yeah, right. Yeah, right. I say Kurt Cocaine like everyone else used to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was a mate of mine. Uh, he ended up being the drummer in my school band, but. He's like, oh, you heard Nirvana? This is when we were in grade seven. I'm like, nah, Kirk O'Kane, what a cockhead, shot himself <laughs> and shit. And then um, I was at my mate's house one night and I t- stole a cassette off his sister or something. Yeah. Had a name on it, took it home. I was, fell in love with the music on it. Yeah. Just as the album, didn't know what it was. And I took it around my mate's house. I'm like, oh, have you heard these guys? I don't know who they are. That's fucking Nirvana, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, that's prime. Yeah. You actually just... Love the music Fell in love with them Without following the mainstream like, Yeah, cool. yeah yep. It was the Unplugged album Oh, yeah, right, no, Good stuff, mate That actually brings us to Like, I was going to say to you Were you ever in a band As a young fella? And if so What was it called? And what was your role and shit? I've um, been in a few Yeah, right, But um, the high school band Our first name was Fungus Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just Young, dumb, full of cum Yeah, yeah Fungus, that is yeah. prime Oh, <laughs> uh, no, the first Sorry, the first one was Iodine and then, oh, we went, yeah. then we went with Fungus, and then for about a week we were Diasire, which means seize the day or some shit. <laughs> and then um, oh, fuck it. school finished, went our separate ways. Um, they all went to different towns, and I, uh, I hung around and kind of just mulled in my own little hole for a while. And then probably, it was like tw- uh, 2008, started this pub band with a bunch of blokes I met. Oh, yeah. And we were called um, After Ashes first, and then we went with Enemies Closer. Yeah, right, eh? But I'm um, just pub rock and stuff. And a bit more grown-up names too, though, eh, instead yeah. of fungus. Yeah, fungus. <laughs> <laughs> Need, yeah, man- so Need did- Manscaped, got some fungus on me balls. Yeah, that's... <laughs> did you... Um, so, did you do a fair few gigs at the pubs and that? Have a bit um, of a circuit? Every Saturday, midday to five for two years, we jammed in my back rumpus room. Yep. Oh, yeah. A little breast of brick building full of cement. And um, we... we we told each other we won't gig until we sound good, so I'm not going to go out there with three songs. We went out there with four hours worth of shit. Yeah, yeah right. right. Charging 800 a night. Like, well, the main pubs and just do Mackay or do you shit out to Early? No, nah, we wanted to, but um, yeah, just uh, my guys and uh, with Sunday Hotel, yep. Andergrove Tavern a few times, yeah. What's the loosest thing? Like, as in, like, I know you're not selling out fucking packed stadiums and that, but just on the pub scene, while you're up there, what's the loosest thing you've seen in, like, a mosh pit or a crowd at a pub? Uh, my first gig, I had a broken arm. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was working at the Meatworks, and this cow kicked me and broke me um, the metacarpal in my hand, and I had a cast all the way up to my elbow, keep yeah. the tendons straight, and there's photos of me jamming with this broken arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. But, um, just iced, uh, just... Bottles getting thrown across the room and shit, like... A few stinks and that in yeah. the crowd. You'd There's have to keep playing, wouldn't you? Big Blue, you just keep going. Oh, you going. just keep going. Um, and even, <laughs> like, in a professional band, when you fuck up, don't stop. Yeah, just yeah. Just keep, keep going. going. Even if it takes, like, three bars to get in sync, and then you go, Aah! and then keep going. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't stop. Stopping's the worst thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was one night that's... Oh, we, were, we were ragging on them on MySpace because that's when that was the MySpace thing. was the end. MySpace yeah, yeah. was the end thing. There was no Facebook yet, and we were ragging on this band. We we're like, "Come out, don't listen to these cunts, but come for us anyway." Yeah, I think I like a Christian rock band. Say, so, yeah, right. So they were the ones throwing bottles at us. Oh, right. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> what was the music scene right like back then? What what, what year were we talking? Ninety. Um, two thousand and eight. Oh, two thousand eight. Oh, yeah. Um, 
it was really good, man, because we had a bunch of sound gear, and um, with the permission of the other fellas in the band, I started renting it out to the PCYC. Yep. About 400 bucks for a night. Yep. And I would bring everything. All the bands had to do was blow in from wherever they blew in from, plug their gear in, play, fuck off. Yep. Give, me, give me our 400 bucks. And, like, every weekend there was four or five bands coming to Mackay. Yeah, right. Now I don't really see it anymore. There's not much nah, touring. But... Oh, I think COVID's fucked everything, but. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really see it these days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would have been, uh, it would have been a pretty wild era to grow up in around that sort of music scene, bro. Like. Did you ever get in any hard drugs, or did you did you manage to steer clear of it all? Uh, really, the old green stuff was the only thing I got into. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of piss, but um, yeah, just that's that's Macaulay didn't really have much back then. Yeah, right. Eh? Not that I was looking like I was a pretty timid young fellow. Like, yeah, I just kept to myself. Like even now, like I think I'm my own best company. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah, yep. But um, yeah, I just like to mellow out in my own head and try and sort Introvert. Yeah, yep. I'm a 100% introvert. It yep. used to take me about six months to say hello to anyone at a workplace. Yeah, yeah. Like I worked at the Meatworks for four years, and um, after four years, I had two friends. Like, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. 800 people working there. Like, yeah. But um, so never bumped into it in any other of the big cities when you went away or anything like that. Oh, there was one time in Adelaide. Uh, <laughs> told me. Cousin said, oh, I want to get on something. Yeah. And um, we were just looking around like, oh, I'll give that guy a go. <laughs> and I walked over and said, oh, big smoke, can you get any of this here? And he's like, yeah. Oh, he goes, oh, are you a narc? I said, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, there's a narc getting around in a hat. We've seen him before. And I had a hat on. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not no narc. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, right, I can get it for you. Oh, how much? 70 bucks. I right, went over to the ATM, got 70 bucks out. Yeah. Come back, gave it to him. He's like, wait here. Me and my cousin sat down waiting there. And uh, yeah, about three blocks away, just as he turned the corner, he looked back at me and I'm like, uh, he ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Probably the best thing for you, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. 100%. Yeah, oh, that's fucking funny, bro. <laughs> but uh, like you were saying before, though, like, you're, you're a big introvert sort of thing. I like to see myself or both of us pretty much as an extrovert. Yeah. But I think it's good, like, this day and age, or even I think it's important, like we've talked about before as well, is, you know, be open to meet new people and stuff like that. Like, yeah. we've probably got nothing in common, you know what I mean? But it's just having a chat, being a good bloke in general, you know, Talk- you're going to meet different people and just talking about shit, eh? Talking to each other. Yeah, yeah 100%. Not, not being a shit cunt. Yeah, exactly. It's all about not being shit cunts. Um, I find being a tradie helped me a lot. Yeah. Like, when I was... I was a meaty man. You meet some weird people. Like every, a lot of the blokes at the meatworks have got tear drop tattoos under their eyes, and they all smoke white ox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know where they being, eh? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But uh, when you get into the tradies, you just meet these straight guys, yeah, like straight headed guys who are um, just trying to get the job done. Where yep. as a meaty, you just want the fucking day to end. Yeah, yeah. Was that your first job when you come out of school? No, I bummed around for about four years on the dole. Yep, yep, on the rock and roll. Uh, on yep. the fucking Johnny Howard surfing team. <laughs> I went and done a diploma because the um, guidance counselor at school, he said, because I got a shit OP, like 23 or something. Yep. Um, he said, if you go do a diploma, your OP will go to a six. I'm like, right, eh? I had nothing else going for me, so I went and done a diploma. That was a year and a half. And um, right at the end, um, one of the teachers come up and said, oh, do you have a job? I said, no, I don't. Oh, would you like to be a disability carer? 
God, what's involved in that? Oh, I'd just get this guy ready for his day. Um, okay. It's only two hours a day, uh, seven till nine. Um, yeah, you just go, go say hello and see what he says. So I did it. And then my first day, holy fuck, walked in with this little Filipino lady and like knocks and he presses a button on the inside and his door opens. Yep. You walk in and here he is in, in bed. Oh, no, he's got himself to the toilet. That's it. And like, yeah, first thing, give him a shower. And that was a fucking eye-opener, man. Oh, it would have been. Yeah. Especially coming from nothing else, eh? Yeah, coming out of smoking weed and... <laughs> yeah, straight into... Yeah. yeah. Being on the dole to that. But um, I think I really... Was this the gentleman that wrote the book? Yeah, yeah. Are we right to share about that? Can you tell us a bit about that? I won't share his name because... No, no, yeah, no. He know, but yeah, he yeah. suffered a, a lifetime of abuse and um, back in the day they used to think disabled people were bad up, up here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physical also meant mental, but he was fully aware. He's done degrees, diplomas, written books about his experience. But just wasn't, wasn't, if you looked at him, you wouldn't think so. But in the head, is that, is he, cerebral he, palsy? Yeah. Is that what yeah, it was? He, he points to letters on a board. Yep, yep, yep. That, that's how he gets his message across. And you've got to have a lot of patience for that because it can take five minutes to tell you what he wants. But Mate. Could there be a more fucked thing to happen? It'd be like, like, I think it would be worse than prison. It would be, mate. Yeah. Like, if you've got a fully sane brain in your head, but you can't express it, that'd be fucked. Yep. So what did you just, is that the first one you went straight into? After 12 you months I've done that. Two yeah. hours a day, Monday to Friday. Did you get to know him a bit? Yeah, I'd, I'd travel up and down the States. So we went to Townsville for um, disability conferences, went down to Brisbane to meet um, the Premier at the time. Because she um, did a public apology, yeah, about what happened at the state-run child. Um, was it? Were you? Um, did you teach him sign language to get the story out, or was it someone else that sort of how he got his story out about what happened? Uh, sign language came later. That was a that was the job I had after that. Oh right, I so, yeah. He was just in a wheelchair, and I I was his carer. Yeah, yep, yep. So yeah, after that, I went to a primary school as a sign language interpreter. Yeah, yep, right. For the deaf, and I followed those two kids to the high school. Yep. So, and that's and that's coming from no nothing. that's coming from no experiences with deaf people, no oh, sign language before that sort of well, thing. Well, when I was doing my diploma, you had to volunteer yep. one one day a week somewhere, and I done riding for the disabled. Okay, yeah, yeah, and um, taught disabled kids how to ride horses, and they put me through all the deaf courses. The yeah. Aus, Auslan, officially, it's called Auslan. Fuck, yep. how loose is that though? Oh, like, I mean, if you could think of a job like that's just so out there, right? Eh? You would never think of that. Well, being a Introvert as I am, like, yep. I think it's cool. You can speak in silence, like, yeah, yeah, communicate, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really got into it. I really got into the Mackay Deaf scene. I'd go to all their parties, um, no music, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell, what, <laughs> that, what's that be? Like? Oh, it's, it's surreal. What, what the fuck is going on? And they play this game it's like, where it's like 30 of you in a circle, yeah, and um, the first person does something, you have to then copy them and create your own. So, pulling a surfboard out of a bag and then. You're cooking some sausages, and then the third person. By the time it gets to the thirtieth person, they have to remember thirty things, and then yeah, it's cool. It was really good. Wow, fucking hell! I haven't even thought it. Could you just be screaming at the top of your lungs, and no one would even <laughs> look at you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but they're pretty. Well, that yeah, that takes Chinese whispers to a whole new level. Yeah, they're pretty aware. They like, you know, like you could be standing there, and they, they can see you in the reflection of a window. Like they have other perceptions. Yeah, like their they sight is better. Their smell is better. Yeah. Wow, that's um, insane. Do you still have you ever kept in contact with old mate that you used to 
Nah, he no. um, he's still around, but I moved on with my life, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, bro. I'd have a beer if he got in contact with me, but yeah, I'm not yeah, chase him down like we all got our lives now. Like, Do you know the name of that book from back in the day that he? Nah, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But um, yeah, oh, pretty full on. Yeah, um, mate, like you've worked in a variety of fields. Before Colum- come, becoming a lecky, you just told us about that one, man. Like, why don't you share some of the different gigs other than that one you've had over the years and some of the stories that come with it? Uh, well, after that school gig, I'd done island work. Yeah. Working on Hammer and Lindemann. Yep. Um, and then, and it was like six months off, six months on, dull job, dull job. Yep. yep. I'd only go for the job because they said they were going to cut the sand link off. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I didn't want to work because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. Yep. But that high school gig they reckon they ran out of money but um yeah i didn't really want to keep going with it anyway yeah but after the island work was bumming around again and me and my cousin went into centrelink and um because we both got a letter saying if you don't accept the next job offered to you we're going to cut you off forever yep like it's a conundrum because if you get a job you get cut off anyway yeah so um went in there oh knife hands at a slaughter floor at the meatworks Local meatworks. I didn't even know Mackay had a meatworks. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, whatever, we'll go for these ones. Next day, hey, apply for this job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you on Monday in uh, City Heart. You've got to do your induction. Yeah. Didn't Which, you have to get a needle the first day or something? Yeah, Q fever needle. Straight yeah. up. Q fever comes from cow piss. Yep. And it infects the lining around your brain. You would have been spewing with that, Larry. <laughs> with that needle, the old phobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got ah. mad needle phobia. Well, but, they, they bend it in half. And they, they inject a bit of Q fever into you. And if you come back the next day and there's a lump there, it means your body is fighting it, which means you haven't had it before. So you get the injection. If there's no lump, no, hang on. If there's no lump, it means you've had it before and your body's beat it and don't worry about it. Yep. If there is a lump, it means your body's reacting to it and they give you the, the yeah. uh, vaccination for it. Yeah, there you go. That was day one. We got to the, we got there. <laughs> he copped this, bro. Yeah, they're like, oh, there's a bus downstairs. We go on the north side. What for? You needle your dickhead. Like he was a real yeah, cattle, yeah. cattleman, been around for 40 years. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah, you watch a video about how cows are covered in shit from the paddock to your plate. So, yeah, yeah. The meatworks industry blames the fast food joints, and the fast food joints blame the meatworks yeah, for not washing the shit off. Blame, them. Yeah, and before, then Before and then we go on to the, the, the meatworks chat, I just wanted to quickly go back to Hammer, like doing your. Were you cleaning the rooms over there? Yeah, housekeeper. What, mate, what are some of the fucking things? You, you would have seen some loose things while you were doing that, surely. When we were doing our induction, we got told to not piss off the Americans because what we see as arrogance is pride, and they do. they got a lot of pride. Yeah. But um, I found uh, Asian people are the best tippers, so they'd leave 10s or 20s under the pillow. Oh, yeah. Yanks would leave um, used frangers. So. <laughs> That was always a delight. Yeah. A, pulling the pillow back and here's a fucking used frame sitting there. Yeah, wow. Grubs. What's that under your pillow? Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, but it was a good time. Like, met a lot of people. I was only there six months, but yeah, it was right. Like, island life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not a bad place in the world anyway. Yeah, it's only eight days, eight, eight hour days. Yep. Yeah, no, that's a go. No, back to your meatwork. Sorry, bro. I just wanted to. That's I just right. always thought people had run into some fucking scary shit at the old hotel cleaning joints. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, there was one time a, a young lady was up on the top roof. We don't know how she got there, but, yeah, she, the, they were Japanese. The husband come down just speaking Japanese, and we're like, what, what? 
And Sign must, me, bro. They must have got <laughs> a um, yeah. They must have got an interpreter there, and he's like, "My wife's on the roof. She shut the door, so we had to run up the top and." Open that door because she locked it from her and then, yeah, got her down. Oh, yeah, right. I thought yeah. you were going to say she was fucking going to jump. Yeah, she was going to. Oh, really? That was Is her that what? intent. Yeah. Oh, right. So. Jeez, that would have been pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Fucking it's um, worst venues to go. And the language barrier. Can't talk to them. Yeah. You can't really, so. you can't really say anything. Yeah, was, Blindfold really. her with a shoelace and get her down. It's not really in a fucking uh, in the job res- uh, prescription too, is Definitely it? Definitely not. Like cleaning rooms, and then you got to talk someone down from fucking jumping in a different language. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. Um, I bet that's a good fair call when you go over my pay grade. <laughs> yeah, hundred oh, percent. No, that's it. Right. Yeah, done our five day induction at the meatworks. Yeah. Finished on the Friday, got there on the Monday, and there was about, it was 18 of us. 26 of us started, eight of them didn't make it past the induction. Yeah. Or six of them, whatever. Don't even pull out of the needle? Oh, uh, yeah, couple, yeah, that's why they pulled there. Yeah, right. Six of them said, go fuck yourself, I'm not getting the needle. Yep, yep. What about you, bro? <laughs> you go for a drink, boys? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, got there on the Monday, and fuck, it smelled like shit, eh? Like, after seven years, I loved it, it smelled like roast beef, like. Yeah, really. it's like you're walking around. Oh, what's for lunch? Like every day, but the first day you get there and you smell rendering Jesus. I couldn't breathe through my nose, or I was going to dry reach. Yeah, here we are, these fourteen. We're huddled, and we got these um, face masks on because we got to wait for the Q, Q fever vaccine to kick in. Yep, like got to wear a face mask for the first two weeks or whatever. And uh, we hear this big smoke bell go off, and it was for the lapo, which is a seven minute break because you're meant to have a break every hour so you don't get RSI. Oh yeah. And uh, this door just fucking kicks open. This dude just gum boot, boots it open. He's just standing there chewing gum, stealing his knife. And he sees us. Like, he must do it every time he sees fresh meat. Yeah. And he just stops, gets his knife, and just licks the side of his knife. There's fucking blood everywhere. Oh, off his tongue. Lick the blood off the tongue. Uh, lick the blood off the knife. Uh-huh. <laughs> chewing his gum again. He's like, fucking gave us the finger and then walked back in. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on your induction? Uh, yeah, on the first day, just getting the tour. Fucking oh. hell. Uh, Andrew, his name was Andrew. Yeah. But we were like, holy fuck. He turned out to be a good bloke. He yeah, just yeah. loves fucking with fresh meat. Yeah, that's yeah, unreal. Yeah. But uh, 14 of us <laughs> uh, walked upstairs and the uh, slaughter floor supervisor like, right, I need two floor, two floor boys and six knife hands. And me and my cousin like, oh, we'll do the floor boy. What's that? They just got a squeegee and you push blood down the drain all day. Oh. Right, eh? It was good. It was yeah. good because I went around and learnt every job I want to do. Oh, because you all just cruised around. Yeah, yeah, right. Say. And uh, I lasted four years as a meaty and got my apprenticeship there. My cousin done 12 months. But the other 14, I think, the other, yeah, there was 14 of us. The other 12, they were gone by about week two. Four years, bud. That is a fucking long time. As a meaty, yeah. What it's like as a, when you say as a meaty, what's what's that mean? Is that is that every array of things in you're there? On, you're on a knife, yeah. Yeah, right. So slaughter floor's got about forty five jobs. Yep. And there's someone at the start, someone at the end, and forty five people in between. And each cow just moves along on this one big continuous chain and everyone just has their one job. Yeah, yeah you, right. you don't just it's walk into knocking them off with the pick or whatever. No, you gotta start. That's the top st- of the that's like the yep. top that's Manager or supervisor role type thing. No, just um, you had level three, two, one, yep, yep. CBA, A grade. A okay. grade was the goal. So what's yeah, it? Right. I was, I was like $30 an hour with no, tra- uh, no, no 
trades with him. You get no skills. Just no to bang no. a bolt through a head. Yeah. Is or, that talk us through? The, talk us through a bit, bro, of, of like what the sort of process is when when they come. Uh, someone jigs them up the race, a little electric jig. Yep. They come in. They just get a bolt through the brain. There's a big um, three handle trigger. Oh, yep. two handles and the third triggers on the you push against their head. Yep. Roll it out onto a table. Some lad wraps the chain around his leg. That's how I broke my arm. Yeah, right. Doing that job, wrapping the chain and put it on a hook and it sends them up upside down. Yep. And then they just get bled within 30 seconds. So I ended up on bleeding. That was the first to start, first to finish, top pay. Yeah. And once you learn it properly, you stay clean. Yeah, right, eh? Nowhere to be. Yeah. And but, um, for all the vegans out there, does it kill them straight up every yeah. time? I reckon it does because you touch their eyeball as soon as they come out, there is absolutely no response. Yeah. What I think vegans get stuck on is the nerves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still twitching in the fucking... Their brain is dead. They're never coming back, but their legs are still going off. Yeah, yeah. That ain't, that ain't consciousness. That's nerves. That's electricity. Yeah, that's right. Nerves, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, people sure. can stand too close to them sometimes and get those nerves and get kicked and shit, can't they? Yeah, well, we had a switch would would put 10,000 bolts through them. So the legs would go, <laughs> and you just chuck the chain on while it still put it up and off it goes. The there, there was one lad, um, old um, old Babongi, Babongi, uh, yeah, old Babongi. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was standing there one day. I was an apprentice by then. I'm in the slaughter floor, just talking to all my old mates in the killin' killin' box, and uh, I just seen Babongi get this big boot to the. We all had to wear we had to wear a cricket box, uh, cricket box, and a cricket helmet. That was our PPE. <laughs> <laughs> And when that hoof hits that fucking cage on the on the on the helmet, doesn't do shit. That yeah. hoof just pushes the cage into your face. Yeah, it would. Wow. But old Bobongi got a big boot to the head, went flying. He was out for about two minutes. True. He woke up. He thought he was. He didn't even think he went down. Like fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough place. So you spent most of your time bleeding. Is that what you said to send? Yeah. Like- so after about twelve months of being a floor boy, I went. Um, they asked me if I wanted to go night shift because the mines were booming. Yeah. Like every man and his dog was going to the mines. And um, so out of a list of like 400 blokes, the seniority, I went from like number 402 to about 83 in 12 months. Yeah. Wow. And they, so is that big of a turnover? You, you usually got to wait seven years to get on A grade. Yep. So because of the mining boom, I got, I got up there. In when you talk A grade, is that, is that the top high level priority of jobs? Level. Yeah. Yep. So – and I was, I was laughing, like, they said, oh, you want to go night shift? And it's not night shift, it's two till ten. It's Arvo shift. No drug test? Uh, only if you've got an incident. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> nice. But, um, yeah, I said, you want to go bleeding on, on night shift? It's fucking oath I do. Yep. And it's a foot in the door, go from minimum wage to A grade. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But then they knocked night shift on the head about six months later, and I went back to day shift bleeding anyway. Yep, yep. That's some crazy people, man. Like, oh, you would have been, but... Yeah, there's some, yeah, there's got to be some dodgy people working in meatworks. There were these two fellas, <clears throat> no names. Um, we were there one day and they were seeing how many eckies they could pop by smoke, eh? Yeah. <laughs> what they get up to? Uh, the bloke upstairs got seven. <laughs> the bloke in front of me got up to nine. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. And they hit smoke and they let's keep going. I don't know how many they had by the end of the day, but... Jesus. They would have had fucking eyes like a great white shark. Would have yeah. been getting through their work, too. Were they hooking in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best, yeah. <laughs> Best performing employees ever seen. Hey, what's going on today? Our yield's up. Now, listen, everyone, I want to see you two perform like these two. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting into All it. Right. Wow, that is loose. 
What about any other sort of wild shit that sticks to your brain that you saw there? There's only think, like, oh, that happen. gun is just a definition of a serial killer in a couple of years or anything <laughs> like that. Oh, no, but... Oh, they're all good blokes. Like, I, I got to know them all by the end. We, we'd have three things a year, butcher's picnic, uh, meat workers' ball, and a family fun day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we used to get the eyeballs and put them in the hot water because you've got to sterilise your knives in hot water and they become like bouncy balls. Like, True. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Nice. FYI. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. right. I'll fucking keep that in mind. All the leggers, they'd cut the titties off and just squirt milk at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, they'd get a bit of night, the nicest cut, put it in a plastic bag and stick it in the hot water. Yep. After about four hours, a bit of salt and pepper. Stop it, yeah. Freshest yeah, meat you ever had. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Did you used to get cheap meat from there, working there? Yeah, half price, so. Often. In the end, I got off rump because, you know, like once you taste better than rump. Yeah. So I'd get um, tenderloin. Yep. Um, and it was um, 20 bucks a kilo or 30 bucks a kilo at Coles. It's 60, 70, 80. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's so that's pretty, like, oh, I feel it, isn't it? Tenderloin. Yeah, you ribeye without the bone. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's pretty cool getting a bit of an insight to the meatworks because you hear meatworks, but you never actually know what goes on inside them, do you? Like, oh, well, I don't know. I've, you're the first bloke I've ever talked to that actually has worked in yeah. one. And, They're all stainless, eh? Everything's stainless. Everything's yeah. stainless. And everything gets no used, wood. doesn't it? No like it, it all gets turned into like like the blood and bone and that and the, the only, fertilizer stuff. Yep, the only thing they can't harvest is the moo. Is the what? Moo. Oh, the moo. <laughs> yeah. If they, yeah. If they could figure out how to generate electricity off sound, they'd probably <laughs> stick it out in the paddock and like, do that. Yeah, yeah, but so everything gets used. Everything. Yep. Yeah. No, that's pretty so cool. The like. hides they get about a hundred bucks a hide. Yeah. Seven hundred a day. There's seventy grand just. Wow. That cover the wages like. So you just beef? There wasn't like lambs, nah, chickens? back in the day there was. They'd do sheep, sheep, deer. But the deers kept jumping out from the second story floor to the ground floors. So just right. too jumpy. Mints, heaps of mints. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for, for deer. <laughs> we just mainly done cuts. Yeah. Um, box that up and it all goes to Japan anyway. Oh, does it? A Japanese-owned company. Yeah, oh, right. right. And they, they got no room over there to have factories or pastures. So they buy meatworks all around the world, and it's just a write-off to get meat into Japan. Yep. Where where Aussie shit comes from? Ah, uh, down south, Beanley and all that. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I remember getting offered, like, a um, go to a piggery upgrade, and it was all stainless, and I just thought, I can't think of anything worse. Everything binding up. Yeah. Working with stainless is just... And if, in the, <laughs> if it's in the off-season, there's probably a stench because they didn't clean up properly. Like, yeah. It'd be, it'd be wonderful working under something. You find a bit of fat that's been sitting there for about six cool. weeks. Did you – is that where you started your lucky apprenticeship, Pete? Yeah, so after two years I could feel the old carpal tunnel. Yep. yep. Like it must be a week because all the other lads have been there 30 years and they're still going. I think it's a lucky thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm joking. Right. Well, there's uh, – but uh, half the lads you talk to, they've had the carpal tunnel surgery. Yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah, I could just feel it creeping in like you're on the phone and hang up and your arm's dead like – I just started thinking about what do I want to do with my life and I was in the sort of uh, the knocking box one day and we had a breakdown and we're just standing there like, you know, can't go to Smoko, can't go to Lapo, just got to wait for the lecker. He walks in, he just opens this little fucking 200 by 200 stainless box, flicks something in there, everything's just like, vroom, starts going again. I was walked down like, hey man, how much are you on an hour? Oh, 80 bucks an hour? 80 fucking dollars an hour? I want to be a lecky. Yep. So I went down and seen the um, the, the meatworks maintenance manager. Yep. First time I ever asked him, he said yes. Every time I ever asked him after that, he said yes, but it took him two years to 
Make it happen. Yeah. You just pestered him. Pestered him for two years. Every three months. Yep. Say, hey, man, where are we at? Oh, it's contractors at the moment. I can't tell them to put on an apprentice. There I Be talking to the boys, maintenance boys. No, no, we've got our own leckies now. That was like a, like a couple of months later. Yeah. Hey, you got your own leckies now. Oh, I've got no supervisor to, to mentor you. Fucking whatever. So my last day ever, I got a fitter apprenticeship at um, the local sugar mill. I didn't want to be a fitter. Um, and I walk, killed me last cow, walked out, went and seen him and said, you're obviously not a man of your word. Yeah. Um, you've told me yes for two years and here I am. And, uh, yeah, I got a fitter apprenticeship. I don't want it, but I'm going to have to going to have to go for it. And he's a fitter. He's like, oh, you're going to be a fitter. He stood up. He's put his hand out. Congratulations. I'm like, no, man. Yeah. I don't want – you told me you could put me on as a lecky. Yeah. You want to be a lecky? Yeah, I do. Right. I'll put you on. God. Nice. So yeah. if I can just thought, yeah, right. Rang the mill, said I ain't coming. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, oh, best four years of my life. Oh, three and three and a half. Met some really good blokes. Like, I was the best man for one of them, like. Yep, yep. Made some friends for life and just, like I said before, being a tradie, being, just yeah, opened yeah. me up more and started talking to more people. Oh, 100%. And mate. everywhere I go now, like, I, like old um, Wee, I went and seen Wee on the yep. first or second day, I was at this new place. I'm like, hey, man, my name's Pete. What do you do? What do you like? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah good lad, I'll wait. That's yeah. good, mate. Work with him as well. Yeah, it just changed my life, eh? What about, um, did you go to the sugar mill after... You did your apprenticeship at the um, at the meatworks. How'd you end up leaving? Uh, they got these effluent ponds, so where all the piss, shit, blood, all the waste runs to this pond, and they got these aeration motors. And one of the motors got a bit of water in it, and I had to go out in our leaky boat. We had a dinghy, <laughs> about thirty holes in it. Wow! One person had the paddle, the other person had the bail. <laughs> and uh, we go out there, and while you're working on the motor, the other dude's just bailing. Just bailing the water out, and um, I stepped onto the pontoon to disconnect the motor and fell in the drink. Oh. And as I'm falling in, I just remember this other lecky said he was rowing one day and he just got one drop on his tongue, four weeks off gastro. So oh, as I'm, wow. As I'm falling, I'm like, my mouth was tighter than a dolphin's butt. I'm just going in. <laughs> and I come up, and I'm like, oh. I come out of the water, and the dude who's bailing is this um, Fijian lad. Uh, I won't say his name, but it was a funny name. He's like, you okay? No, I'm not fucking okay. <laughs> Get me in the boat. Fuck me dead. And that was that. then and there. I'm like, I'm, I'm quit. I'm fucking out. Yep. Can't get us a dinghy, whatever. Uh, went back to the uniform shop, put some dry clothes on, went to his office and said, I'm out of here, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. Did you get gastro? No, I didn't. Nice. Was, yeah. The old immune system was just <laughs> fucking. I'd still be in hospital. Yeah. Oh, fucking <laughs> My immune system be. lately. So I went to a uh, fire mob like Chubb, like it's a different like um, fire, yeah, firefighter type thing. But yeah, fire lucky, yeah, yeah, yep. systems electrician, yeah. <laughs> absolutely he, hated it. Did he go off at you? Sorry, did I might go off at you when you said you were going? Did he was like, what are you doing, bro? No, yeah, um, he didn't talk to me for the next two weeks. Didn't say a word. <laughs> fucking hell. Just engaged with the um, apprenticeship company. Yeah, right. But, oh, um, fucking yeah. If you don't invest in your workers, your workers won't invest in you. So. That's right. 100%. Um, yeah, I've done six months with that fire mob, and then I got, I've seen an ad in the paper for Instro yep. apprenticeship at the mill, so I've yep. done that. Done seven years there. 
Yeah, thought you'd fucking stick it out for a bit there. Chef Lecky, yeah. Well, I love the Instro. Like, I love Instro more than electrical now. Stories about the mill, though. It really seems like that's a place where you learn your trade. Like, they can hotwire a turd and make it drive down the road. Like, make pretty, it, yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, get sugar out of grass. You know. Yeah, but I just like all of the gear. There's not a lot of money in buying new shit. Like, all of it's still... Um, is it still like that? Run off, run off the smell of an oily rag. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it is good for learning because... You do have to Frankenstein shit up. Yeah. Um, yeah, instead of throwing the motor away, you just put new bearings in it and send it. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, like, again, like the Meatworks just made uh, a million friends for life. Oh, 100%, mate. That um, would have been that would have been pretty loose for you. Yeah, some of them well. I haven't seen for four years, haven't even talked to them, but they still come to me 40th. Like, yeah, just good, yeah. good people working hard. Oh, good stuff, mate. It would have been a good chapter of your life to um, experience anyway. Yeah. What about, um, so you went to the fire mob, and then where'd you say you, get, you went after that? The mill. The mill, mill that's right. Got you the, went the mill. Yeah, you got the instro, seven years, and then where'd you go after that? Like, uh, how, how that opportunity come up? Went to the farm. Farm, the you went farm. Went to the fucking farm, and that's <laughs> when she started, boys. Well, there was a fitter, oh, Jeno, shout out to Jeno. He, um, he come and, because Cook went under, Again, first fi- up, yeah. The farm went yeah. under in 2015 or whatever. So he, yeah, Jenny come back to the mill and um, uh, we got on like a house on fire. Like, up here, he lived 300 meters from the mill, so he'd go there for a beer after work. And he said, Oh, if I ever get back out to the farm, I'll, I'll see if you want to, if they can put you on. And took a while and I wasn't, I wasn't rushing. Um, but uh, one day he's like, Yep, April, just um, get ready for April. So, Yep. And old um, supervisor gave me a ring and, yeah, just blew wind up his ass and got the job. That's it. That's the go. And, and, that's, and that's where it started, where we talked about earlier. Yeah. At and the start there. It just goes to show it's who you know, what not not what you know. Oh, oh definitely. It is. And it's a shame. It is, eh? How, how true is that, though? It is who you know. Yeah. Isn't it? 100%. 100%. It definitely. Mate, yeah, there's definitely some positive and negatives with that, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if you've got overqualified people, yeah, they can do the job, but if they're fucking, you yeah. can't get on with them. And I suppose I, I did say that before, but if I was in a position where I was hiring and firing, and I knew someone, I knew who someone was, their character, who they were. They were if I liked them, if they were a good cunt, I'd put them on as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it still shits you when you're the cunt who you don't, they don't know, and you're like, come on, bro, where's <laughs> me? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, mate. Getting to the mines, like where you are now, what's your thoughts on the whole industry, Pete? And like where – do you like it? Do you enjoy what's going on? Um, I don't like what other world powers are doing. Yep. But um, it's still a good industry to be in. And like where I am, it's positive. Uh, even if you get negative people, we're just like, hey, come on, man. Like yep. it's here to do a task and get paid and go home. But – um. I just hope the greenies don't win because, you know, if there's no mines, there's no metal. Yeah. If there's no metal, there's no cars. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's right. They're fucking... If there's yeah. no cars, we've got to go back to the wooden cart and horse. Like, Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't think we'll ever get rid of coal. No. But, not, um, not in our lifetime. No, I think we're pretty safe. Yeah, no, 100%. What about, like, the... the I was more meaning, like, the... Um, the roster and, like, the seven-on-seven-off seven and the mentality of being away and being home. Like, how does it work for you? Well, um, 
I'm making more money than I have been in my life. Yeah. And I actually see the kids more now because the sugar mill roster was just horrible. Yeah, right. Like a mixture of seven days straight, arvos, nights, nights, arvos, pyjama days. You only get one weekend a month. Fucking hell. Um, when I'm on arvos, uh, so I'm there at school, I'm gone before they get home. On nights, I don't want to hear it from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it seasonal? But or it wasn't because you're a lecky, like uh, at, six months, six months, crush, and then it's six pretty... months maintenance. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the maintenance season is just Monday to Friday, but yep. Yeah, I see the kids more now. I holiday more now. Yep. Um, we get away, rent out the house, like. But um, I think I think the being away is harder on them. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I'm busy. I'm working. Yep. My mind is engaged. They got cabin fever, yelling at each other. Yeah. Plus, like you've got you've got a few kids, mate, don't you? Like, yeah, you got, two boys and a girl. Yeah. So for the missus, I suppose that's a fair bit to you it's, know look after on her own. It's a handful, but they're all in um, school now. Yep. And she works at the school. Yep. So um, she just drops them off. She goes one way, they go the other. So being in school now definitely helps. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I, I love my job and. Yeah, um, good stuff, mate. Love the roster, love the pay. So, yeah, I think we're, you know, for the first time in a long time, we're just cruising along without being in the red, you know. Oh, 100%. And it's good to hear that you are in that mindset, mate, because, like, you know, I've talked to you a little bit before and we've mentioned earlier a bit about mental sanity and copping a bit of head noise. And, you know, we've touched on mental health in a few episodes now and breaking this stigma around it, you know, is something that I really agree with in the changing times. Um, and it's something that for years was made to seem weak or soft or, you know, yet some of the hardest blokes on earth struggle with depression and anxiety and the, the more we as men have normal discussions about it and ways to cope with it, the easier it'll be for other blokes, you know, to get comfortable with talking about it. Like, would you mind sharing some experiences you've had in your time or maybe some things you've learned along the way and the struggles you went through? Yeah, well, my parents splitting up. I was 11 years old. That put me into a bit of a hole. Mm. And um, I think that's when I would become an introvert because I used to just make friends like like that, you know, like um, I was funny, talkative, and then when my parents split up, I just sunk into my own little hole and uh, I was in that hole until I met my missus like 12 years later. Yeah, wow. 11 till 23, I was just just uh, just in this little, like I see it as a well and there's a ladder there and I can climb out of it anytime I want. And that ladder is talking to each other. Yeah. But I was just in there just mulling over my own thoughts and wasn't a good place. Like, yep. um, yeah, struggle with suicide for years. Like, I had this big dream to, wasn't dreams, like, because Kurt Cobain killed himself when he was 27. That was my, I figured out what day, what month, what year, what time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Crazy That's, now. Like, I look, look back at it now and I go, what the fuck with yeah, 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 but that's full on, eh? So you had that proper, you had it all mapped out for... Yep. Holy so fuck. 27, uh, would have been 2008, January sometime. Yep. When were you first thinking about that? What what year was it? Uh, first wanted to, thought about it when my parents put it. I was 11 years old. And Holy it's just fuck. ongoing, ongoing for the next 12 years. And would you reckon meeting your wife now, was that something that first started to stop? What was your saving grace type that, thing? That's what saved me, yeah. Your missus, yep. Um, I was a lonely guy. Like, I got a face only a mother could love. <laughs> hey, I'm with you, bro. <laughs> I look like I've been put out with a bike chain. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
Yeah, and she, we just fell head over heels for each other, and the whole time she just supported me. Like, said, I want to be a fucking lucky. Well, go be a fucking lucky then. Like, yeah, stop yep. talking about it. Go do it. Yeah, and um, yeah, she definitely saved me. Um, now I, I haven't. I don't think about it at all, really. That's awesome, mate. That's great to hear. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? Like going through that already, and if anything started to creep in now, what was there any advice you reckon you'd give to anyone who's sort of copping that same sort of thoughts now? Talk. Yeah. Talk to anyone. Yeah. If you got a good mate, and it's sad because some blokes talk to someone, and that person goes, "You fucking crazy, man! Shut up!" Yeah, yeah. You know, there are some people you can't talk to. But even if it's one of the phone lines, like it sounds so cliche, but just ring them and there's people who are trained to handle that situation. Yeah. Um, but it just talking. Yeah, yeah. Talking gets people out of that black hole with that ladder there. Yeah. No, for sure, man. No, that's sweet. Thanks for sharing that. And uh, changing your life. Like if there's something in your life causing you to be in that hole, fuck it off. Start saying no to people. Well, what's the worst start, that can happen, eh? Yeah. Start, like if you, start saying no to that guy and yes to that guy and see where your life goes. You might get a promotion. You might get a – like if, if you're stuck in a rut, like if you think stacking shelves at Coles is what's doing you in, get out of there. Go get another job. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And I was – yeah. Well, yeah, it's better starting again on a new career than fucking burying yourself yeah, or, did, or jumping or doing whatever. Yeah, doing your head in because you hate your life. Like change your life. Uh, but talk about it the whole time. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean that that's awesome to see that you are killing it like at the moment and it was um I still got this thought, this memory in my head of you talking about Nirvana. Actually it wasn't even Nirvana, but I remember at the RSL at Blackwater and I remember you, we were fucking blind. I don't know <laughs> what we were doing. It might have been one of those days with the old train things were happening, but I still remember you busting out into the sandman at Blackwater RSL. Remember and, that? I'm the old karaoke. It smells like teen spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Nirvana, you were fucking upper. And that chick up the front head banging. Yeah, that's it. She was loving it. <laughs> but we used to bang them out with my band, so it's second nature to me. Yeah. I'd prefer to have a guitar in front of me. Yeah. Because you can hide behind your guitar, but standing there with a mic and a drink, like you look like a drongo. <laughs> but um, nah, I'll bang out the karaoke every now and then. Yeah. I don't think I ever went to the RSL. Didn't you? No, 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 we didn't go no, to it was much. a country club. Yeah, the golf oh, club. Sorry, yeah, country yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, Colby. No, I think um, it's one of those things that, like, music is such a touchy subject nowadays for so many people. And, like, I don't know why it is. Why is that? It's like people get offended if you like a music genre, they don't. Well, like, oh, what the fuck is with from that? A, from a young age, you develop what you like, what you taste, what your taste is, and, you know, by the time you get to adult life, you've been listening to music for 10 years. Yeah. People do get invested in what they love. Yeah. And humans being humans, we always... Yeah. Going to disagree or... Must disagree with that person. Because it's, like, it's like people literally don't like sharing what they like listening to t- sometimes because you get some Triple J Nancy want to punch on for not supporting the local artist. Yeah. And then when they go mainstream, they hate them. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> that. 100%, mate. Like Spotify, for me, has changed the game... Like the choices of radio aren't the best. You've got one extreme to the other. You've got Hot FM who just punish the same songs three times a day. Yep. Or you've got Triple J who just give anyone a fucking crack. And like you said before, like the Triple J diehards, if too many people start liking a song, they're off it. Yeah. Way too mainstream, man. 
And like on Spotify, fucking, you can just choose whatever you want. And podcasts. And, yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's fucking, it is good. But yeah, I just found it, find it interesting. That's like, Pete, you're into your heavy metal stuff, you know? Fucking unreal. Um, someone might be into other shit. Where if someone likes that side of, type of music, I'm like, I'm not going, what the fuck's that? It's like, oh, it's too easy, bro. That's fucking. I remember one night I punched out. I was Snelly. Shout out to Snelly. wanted to hear what I'd listen to. He's like, oh, what are you into, Pete? I think I put on the heaviest. Like it was, the band's called Martyr Defiled or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. And he's like, I think I think he likes his country. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, I don't care. I'll share it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What? what I listen to everything. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, and yeah. some people go, "Oh, fuck off!" But it's like literally, man. If something sounds good in my ears, like I'll fucking I'll listen to it. I got the weirdest, widest range of shit on my phone. But one thing for me, Pete. And like with, with the real heavy metal stuff, is do you get to the stage where you don't know what they're saying? Because I really don't know what the lyrics are. Is there lyrics to those songs where they're just fucking, or do you just what is it? It's more the music. Yeah, the music. I think I think playing guitar helps me appreciate what they're doing in the background. Yeah, yeah. And if they can put a good growl to it, and I don't even know what they're saying, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, they might be saying Trump's a good guy. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear what they got to say. Yeah, I yeah. remember one, and then I, was, I don't know. I hope it was, I don't know if it was you, Pete. I remember a listen order or whatever, and it's going off its head. And I said, "What's that about, bro?" He goes, "Yeah, saving the whales." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I couldn't even fucking pick up a word." Yeah, well, there's metal bands who cover Britney Spears and shit. Like, yeah, one of them did. Um, oops, I did it again. Like, <laughs> I actually like those covers. Yeah, man, I fucking really like the covers of the real, like, well, I suppose mainstream songs and that, where those like punk rock or whatever those rock bands. What was that one where, um, is it Bad Wolves? Did that oh, yeah. fucking, um, oh, I forgot what it's called. It's like um, Post Malone doing like covers of shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Was, he, he done a Nirvana special. Yeah, Nirvana yeah. thing. That was prime. I yeah, like yeah. all that sort of shit. I like the fucking um, remix and that. But yeah. Oh, fucking uh, that Travis Barker getting a bit of the old Blink 182. I don't know that's not heavy enough for you, mate. But, I don't know, I'm in uh, the punk as well. But all that Travis Barker's fucking kicking things off. Got on Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, as yeah. much as a weirdo and a fucking beta that bloke is, I actually like his tunes. And Those Kardashians are just going away from, um, if you're black, can't go back. They're, <laughs> they're definitely going back. Yeah. That, <laughs> they, um, they might have started off black, actually. That uh, Avril Levine. Have you heard her new song? No. Old fucking Travis has signed her, mate. She's got one back there. Into the old... Really reminds me of the Blink-182 sort of thing. It's fucking... I don't know. I like it. And old Nickelback and Avril were together. Like Canada's royal couple they were, weren't they? Yeah, I don't know. They hate Nickelback, old Canada now. What is with that? I couldn't believe it when they said that. And then I went... When we flew into Edmonton and we're driving out to fucking Two Hills and they were playing what... um, how you remind me, and I'm going. I know why you hate them now. They're still playing it on the fucking radio. Is that what? Because like I've never understood the hate. Like I understand if someone doesn't I don't know like that, it, but it's like Nickelback is proper fucking. It's either they're I, okay. I love it because I'm growing up with it. Yeah, I, I don't mind them too. Like they're fine, but some people are like, "Fuck Nickelback." I think the radio played them too hard. They like, have, yeah, I, I agree. Like, too mainstream. In the end, everyone hated Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. yeah, I actually can't stand it. I've heard it too much. Yeah, yeah. right. Eh? So it's that sort of heard it yeah. too many times, sort of shit. It's like ACDC still going. Oh, I can listen to them all day. Yeah, Mate, I, I don't reckon they'll ever die. Man, no. I still remember going to the concert there in the mosh pit. I was fucking. I can't remember how old it was. Not that old, but um, I still remember that Angus, mate. 
just no shirt on, just jaw, jaw swinging like he was fucking off his lemon spread. <laughs> and he was spinning around on his back, just playing this solo, at, killing it. At 71 years old yeah. or something. <laughs> it was fucking loose. No, it was fucking great, man. Oh, that's awesome. Mate, we're fucking pretty much towards the end here. We got we got a uh, we got a few guest questions that we normally hit everyone with. So we might fucking fire a few of them at you and see what you reckon. Yeah. Mate, your favourite alcoholic drink? Uh, the old Sneaky Jameson special. Yeah, yeah. beauty. That, that is nice. Thanks, that's I, been a good drop. I do rate that too. It's already yeah. fucking punished. So if you want to get around that, fucking get amongst I, it. I think the Jamesons does it and the Schweppes. Yeah, Swepps, yeah. So it was a Swepps to beat Kirk. Yeah, uh, Kirk's ruins it. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah, right, eh? Game changer. There you go. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you ever been arrested? I've been put in the back of the wagon. I wasn't cuffed. Yeah. yeah so right. we had a party in the north side, one of them open parties. like yeah, yeah. The old yardie back in the night. Fucking mental. Like <laughs> 28 people were meant to come, 400 rock up. Yeah, nice. Uh, I was in the, yeah, um, the north side there and we couldn't get home, so we walked the whole way home and... Smashed every letterbox from North Mackay to East Mackay. <laughs> um, never got pulled up for that, but we're at the front of the um, Golden Gecko pub ripping off their um, carton prices, blackboards. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Picture of the carton, blackboard, which is what the price. We each wanted one of them to take home. Yeah, yeah. Walking down the road and the paddy wagon come past. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, just got locked up in the dry tank. Yep. For the night. Ah, oh, sweet. Mate, your favourite cheat meal, what you go to? Um, well, the whole family loves it. I do a bit of a crumb chicken, but I use cornflakes crumbs. Yep. Yeah. Adds a bit of a salt and pepper corn, salt and pepper with cornflakes crumbs. Good stuff. Just shallow fry it and a bit of meat and two veg. Yeah, the kids love it. Fucking oath. That's a go. Mate, going on from that, it reminded me, we all went to fucking uh, Yachty's today. Oh, you get your gripe And out. fucking, yeah, yeah, I'd have a bit of sook. And we fucking went there and we're, I don't know if the mask Plays with people's ears like she must have heard chicken something. But I ordered a chicken palmy and she brought out a chicken schnitzel. We come to the table, everyone else has got their meal by that stage, and she's like, chicken schnitzel? I said, no, no, I'm chicken palmy. She was sort of looking confused as fuck. Said, oh, I couldn't even imagine what she's thinking. Oh, yeah. Who else? There was no other spots there. Oh, do you want this? And it's oh, like, this yeah. will do. Will this do? No, well, yeah. Would you, like, are you, happy, this, are you I, happy with yeah, this? Yeah, are you though? happy with this? And in my head I'm going... What the fuck do you reckon? <laughs> I'm ecstatic with that. So I threw me two cents in. Well, he ordered a palm. He's probably not. Yeah, nah. But anyway, copped it on the chin. But yeah, Yachty's, uh, Gladstone, you've shit the bed. I'm not happy about it. The yeah, actual, steak was overcooked. Yeah, it was like a bit of leather, wasn't it? Yeah. Peach, was Peach young fella ordered a seafood basket. No calamari in it. Fucking squid lives in the sea. Put it in there. <laughs> but yeah, Pete, yours wasn't, you probably got the pick of the bunch, didn't you? Yeah, had a uh, 300 sale on and it wasn't bad. Yeah, sweet. Bit, there you go. Bit more than medium, but wasn't well done, so. <laughs> Good stuff. Anyway, that was my little gripe there. Um, what about favourite movie, John Rabot? Oh, I used to be a Jim Carrey diehard. Oh, yep. did you? Yeah. Yep. Growing up, but then I got right into the Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, like when the kids come along, I don't really watch much TV at all. Like, yep. They own that now. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. I think, Larry, you're going to really outlearn that <laughs> coming up soon, bros. Mate, you got any phobias? Um, being electrocuted, like, I've been been doing this since 2009. I haven't had a boot yet, so. Well, I yep. do not want to be booted because apparently when a leaky gets a boot, he becomes a tape teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that happen. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, that would be fucking. That's a pretty big phobia to have as a lucky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not really scared of anything. I, I used to collect spiders when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, have I pet snakes? Yeah, nothing phases me. Yeah, well, that sort of stuff. Yeah, copy. Mate, are aliens real in 100%. Europe? 100%. 100%. Like, if this space goes for infinity, there is a rock somewhere that landed a certain distance from the sun and got a certain amount of water on it, and life grew on it. I guarantee it. I fucking 100% agree with you, bro. I reckon yeah. that's just my opinion. There's I, definitely some sort of life. It's got to be, there. man. It's not two legs, two arms. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to rock up there and they go, hey, bro, what's happening? Yeah, and they, they drink their body weight and piss every year. Like, <laughs> yeah. It could be just a bit of slime on the ground. That's an alien, you know? Yeah, no, I agree, man. I reckon fucking something's got to be. Like, I don't know if we'll see in our lifetime of something, but. Uh, I don't reckon we'll ever see them, but they're out there. Yeah, fucking nice. Um, what about joke of the day? Have you got any jokes, mate, up your sleeve that you want to hit us with? Um, yeah, I'll pull this one here. My mum used to have a book with a thousand and one jokes in it. This is the only one I could remember today. There's this, um, there's this boily walking down the street, and he's just on his way to the shops or whatever, and these, these four fetters jump out of the bushes and start rolling him. And he's a big guy, so he starts fighting young and old. Just, just they, they get a bit like they start getting their hands toward his wallet. He fights them off. Just everyone's going black and blue, bleeding from everywhere. Yeah, after about half an hour of punching on, they're all finally just, no one won. They're sitting there. Oh, the fitter's finally got his wallet after about half an hour just bashing the fuck out of each other and there's $2 in there. And they're like, you fought this hard for the month, the $2 in your wallet? Oh, I thought you were after the three grand in my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking pride. Yeah, that's what about you, Camp? You got any, mate? Uh, I got the, uh, what do you call it, lesbian dinosaur. Like a lot of plus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mate, actually, I've got a good one following that. What do you call a gay dinosaur? What? Megasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey, hey, thanks for everyone tuning in today. It was unreal having Petey on. Pete's actually brought his, uh, brought his guitar in here, and um, he's going to serenade us with a tune to leave. So sit back, relax, and listen to Petey just pump some strings. Stay over it. Yeah, when I got into Nirvana when I was... 13, I learnt the whole album, but this song, I just thought it was impossible. Yep. So about six months ago, I decided to um, give it a crack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the fucking easiest song on the album. Unreal. It was just the intro I wasn't getting and trying to sing along while playing the chords, which is a bit of a struggle. But uh, yeah, this is um, Nirvana's version of Oh Me, which was originally a Meat Puppet song. Yeah, nice. Wait, get in on, mate. Sure. 
formulate infinity deep inside me. If I had to lose a mind, had to touch a feeling, I would lose my soul the way I do. I don't have to think, only have to do it. The results are always perfect, but that's old news. Would you like to hear my? With emotion, bended at your birth. I can't see the end of me, my whole expanse. I cannot see formulated. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.